Amen. All right. Now, how many guys were actually paying attention to the wedding photos? <laughs> Praise God, all four of you. I'm glad to have your cooperation today. But uh, anyway, no. But if you notice, what was Ron wearing? Military, right? If you guys don't know Ron, he's one of our deacons, right? And uh, he's uh, recently retired from the Air Force, right? And apparently, he's decided to go back to school and get a degree, right? Ron, just roll with it, please. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he's right. He's so, so, but the problem was, right? He he goes to his one of his classes, and of course, what happens is secular college, right? He's got one of these atheist professors, right? And they make no bones about it, right? And so one day, his atheist professor, he he shocks the whole classroom, and he boldly makes out this statement. He says, "I'm going to prove that there is no God." And so he looks straight at the ceiling, this atheist professor, and he says, God, if you're real, then I want you to knock me off this platform. In fact, I'm only going to give you exactly 15 minutes to do it. Well, the lecture hall fell silent. I mean, you could hear a pin drop. So 10 minutes goes by, right? And the professor, he speaks up again. He says, I'm waiting, God. If you're real, knock me off this platform. And then again, after a few more minutes, the professor, he taunts God one more time. He says, here I am, God. I'm still waiting. And I kid you not, just when the countdown got down to the last few seconds, all of a sudden, Ron, right, the former airman, he he walks up to the professor and he hits him full force in the face, knocks him right off the platform. And the students are stunned, they're shocked, and Ron, he just simply goes back in the front row and sits there silently. And so the professor, he eventually comes to, and he he, he looks at Ron, and he's going, what's the matter with you? Why'd you do that? And Ron replied, well, God was really busy protecting America's soldiers and who were protecting your right to say stupid things like that, so he sent me to finish the job. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes in life, you just got to grab the bull by the horns and take charge. You know what I'm saying? Like Ron did there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But folks, believe it or not, did you know the Bible says one day there's coming a situation to our planet that nobody will be able to have control over? You won't be able to grab no bull by the horns. You won't be. You're in for a horrible ride. And you know what day that is? It's called the rapture of the church. And for those people who are left behind because they refuse to accept Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior today, it's going to be an out of control time. Only it won't be a time where you're going to be getting hit with the fist by Ron. You're going to be getting hit for seven years nonstop by God's wrath. It's called the seven year tribulation. If you're not saved, you need to get saved now. This is not a game. It's going to be out of control, the worst time in the history of mankind, Jesus said. And praise God, God's not just a God of wrath. He's a God of love as well. And so what's he do? Why do you think he devotes nearly one-third of this book, the Bible, to future events? He's given us a heads-up warning. Signs is getting close. He's not going to tell us the exact day nor the hour because why? If we're Christians, what will we do? He knows us. we probably goof off to the very last minute. Oh, time to clean up my act and act like a Christian. If we're not saved, what would the lost person do? Well, hey, you know, sending up a storm. Who cares about God? Oh, wait, he's coming back in five minutes. I guess I'll get saved. No, he wants a relationship with us. So he doesn't tell us the exact day nor the hour, but he tells us when it's getting close in a multitude of ways. And another one of the ways that we're going to take a look at today, okay, is this. Transhumanism and the end of humanity. Doesn't that sound dramatic? Thank you, Pastor Bobby, for that exciting dramatic music on the front row. And believe it or not, as crazy as and eclectic as that sounds, folks, there's a reason why, if you've been tuning into our last three studies and, and been here on the hybrid genetic alter, there's a reason why that is taking place, why they're altering genetically plants and animals and insects, humans, including last time we saw with what? The super soldier thing. It's not coming. It's already here. There's a reason why that is going on. It's because there's a wicked atheist movement out there that is promoting and pushing that agenda. 
to literally alter all of life genetically, repeat the same mistake that Jesus said happened in the days of Noah, and it's going to happen again right before he came back. It's happening now. But it's a whole movement, and it's called transhumanism. And that's a loaded term. It's to transcend being a human. As crazy as that sounds, these guys, that is literally what they're working towards, okay? They want to, quote, transcend our human experience, our so-called physical, mental, even so-called spiritual limitations, and use technology to speed up the process of evolution. Because, again, that's what they believe in, well, which is a lie, but that's what they believe in. And it sounds nuts, and you might think, well, hey, that's just, you know, some people with a tinfoil hat and have fun with that. They're never going to make headway in our society. They're everywhere. They got the money. They got the technology. We'll get to that in a second. But believe it or not, folks, I believe what we're seeing with the transhumanist movement, even to where they want to, and this is their words, they want to create a post-human society. Now, what's that mean? You're not humans anymore. It sounds crazy. But that's what they want to do. But God warned, this is exactly what you can expect when your society is at the final stages of destruction. It's in the book of Romans. Open your Bibles to Romans chapter 1. We've seen this many times before. But now we're on this final study in our hybrid study, the transhumanist movement. Okay, Uh, Is this a good thing? Absolutely not. But God warned about it. You keep it up. You want to believe in this lie called evolution? You want to act like there's no God? You want to create an atheistic society? Man, it is going to go downhill fast. In fact, watch the different stages of destruction that God said your society would go through. And you tell me if we're not there at every single level. But you're going to see how it happens, how it gets worse by making that first fatal step saying there is no God which is what the live evolution presupposes. But uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 18 says this, the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven. Why is it coming? Well, here you go. It's against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who what? Suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. Well, how do I know God exists? What about the guy on the desert island? What about the guy? Keep reading. For since the what? The creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made. So that what? Men are without excuse. There's enough evidence in all of God's creation from a tree to a flea to a bee to you and me of intelligent design. Intelligent design implies an intelligent designer. Are you God? Nobody's got an excuse that you didn't know God existed. But they turned from that. They knew he existed. And they became a bunch of fools. I didn't say that. God did. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they got the degrees. They got doctorate on top of doctorate. And God says, what? Excuse me? You're what? You became fools. Why? Because you exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man, birds, animals, and reptiles. So guess what? You made that mistake. You said there's no God, even though he gave you tons of existence, i.e. evolution. What's God say? I'm going to give you over. You don't want to be a God? Fine. You're going to find out what kind of a society you create when you reject me. And now pay attention to how we're living, even in the United States of America. Therefore, God gave them over to the sinful desires of their hearts, to sexual impurity, for the degrading their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie. They worship and serve created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. In the 1960s, that's when the live evolution began to take control of our secular educational system and then the media. What also happened in the 60s? Sexual impurity, sexual immorality, the free love, sex in the 60s. That's ex- Do you think that's by chance? No. 
That was stage one. But you keep that up and you don't turn from that, what's going to happen? Oh, look what comes next. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. What? In the same way, men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed for lust with one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. What's that? Homosexuality and lesbianism. You, you didn't want to turn from the first? It's, are, are we, we've been there for decades. You didn't want to turn from that? Oh, now you're in, the, you're in the last stage, man. God's going to give you over to this one. Furthermore, since they didn't think worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a what? A depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. And they become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They're gossip, slanders, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. Listen, they invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They're senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death. They not only continue to do these very things, but they what? They also approve of those who practice them including our own Supreme Court. And it just keeps getting worse by the day. Why? You may be seated if you can, because God told you. You make that first fatal mistake, even though I've given you a ton of evidence that I exist, you want to believe in this lie, creating an atheistic society, you are going downhill fast. Every single one of those, not half of them, not 75%, every single one of those wicked behaviors that is destroying our society, God said that's what's going to happen when you turn to evolution, Right? But what I want to focus on the phrase there, he also says, in fact, it's going to get so evil in your society at the final stage of destruction that, listen, you're not just content with all those evil things there. You're going to what? You're going to invent new ways of doing evil. And folks, I'm telling you, we're there with the transhumanist movement and this genetic altering technology. This is evil, evil to the core. You are messing with God's creation Plants, animals, insects. We saw humans and things of that nature. But it's beyond that. These guys have the audacity to think that they're going to become their own God. That they don't need Jesus Christ. They're going to create their own inventory. It is evil to the core. They have invented with this genetic technology an evil, as God said, to do things that ought not to be done. This is the stuff that ought not to be done. We're in that final stage of destruction. Okay, and I want to share with you a couple different ways that these guys are doing that. Now, first of all, they believe with their science and technology that they're going to create their own utopia. They don't need Jesus Christ. They don't need God. They're going to be their own gods. And they're going to create with this technology, the genetic altering technology, the ability to create what's called the three supers. I don't know if you heard that, but that's their term, the three supers. And what they're going to create is, quote, super longevity. They can live forever. They'll create their own immortality is what they mean by that. Sounds crazy, but that's what they're doing with their billions of dollars and their technology. Number two, super health, right? Super health. And then number three is super intelligence, as we saw before. You have an IQ of 1,000, and even more than that, if you plug your brain into the Internet, the whole crate, it sounds nuts. But this is the evil that these guys have invented and they want to do. And dare I say, not just for themselves, we'll see, if we get that far, Lord willing, to the rest of humanity whether you want it or not. Oh, we won't get the super intelligence. We'll be their worker bees for the elites. It's nuts. But here is, we've seen this before, but here is, and they they admit it. You're, oh, that's some wacky conspiracy. No, they admit it in public. Here's one of the transhumanist promo videos 
And they admit real soon, this is what we're going to do. We don't need God. We don't need Jesus. This is the world we're going to create without him. Right? But here's, here's their video. Watch this. The world is on the verge of global change. The speed of data transmission has increased by multiples of millions. The rate of globally significant events and that of discoveries and crises is growing exponentially. Our civilization is like an uncaptained ship sailing on rough seas with neither chart nor compass, all the while moving faster and faster. The time we have to make the right decisions is shorter and shorter. We are facing the choice to fall into a new dark age, into affliction and degradation, or to find a new model for human development and create not simply a new civilization, but a new mankind. 2013 to 2014, new centers working on cybernetic technologies for the development of radical life extension rise. The race for immortality starts 2015 to 2020. The avatar is created, a robotic human copy controlled by thought via brain-computer interface. It becomes as popular as a car. In Russia and in the world appear, in testing mode, several breakthrough projects. Android robots to replace people in manufacturing tasks. Android robot servants for every home. Thought-controlled avatars to provide telepresence in any place of the world and abolish the need for business trips. Flying cars, thought-driven mobile communications built into the body or sprayed onto the skin. 2020 to 2025, an autonomous system providing life support for the brain and allowing it interaction with the environment is created. The brain is transplanted into an Avatar B. With Avatar B, man receives new, expanded life. 2025. The new generation of avatars provides complete transmission of sensations from all five sensory robot organs to the operator. 2030 to 2035, ReBrain. The colossal project of brain reverse engineering is implemented. World science comes very close to understanding the principles of consciousness. 2035, the first successful attempt to transfer one's personality to an alternative carrier. The epoch of cybernetic immortality begins. 2040 to 2050. Bodies made of nanorobots that can take any shape arise alongside hologram bodies. 2045 to 2050. Drastic changes in social structure and in scientific and technological development. All the prerequisites for space expansion are established. For the man of the future, war and violence are unacceptable. The main priority of his development is spiritual self-improvement. A new era dawns. The era of neo-humanity. This, this is their commercial, not mine. This is what they're working towards. They're even setting dates for it. If you look at that, a lot of the technology back in our AI study, it's already here, isn't it? Right? But what they say, a neo-humanity. What's neo-humanity? Translate what that means. A new humanity. What do they mean? You're not human anymore. They are so wicked and rebellious. They don't need God. They don't need Jesus. Through their billions of dollars, they are literally going to change mankind into their image, what they think is right. They think they can create, they're listening to the lie of Satan, thinking that they could be their own God, and they're going to be the gods of the planet, and whoever they decide gets to live, 
we get to be altered for their prayer. It's sick. And this is not some isolated group of people. I'll get to that here in a second, folks. And they're, quote, deadly serious. I'm not joking. These guys, you watch their interviews, they make no bones about it. They are thinking they're going to use their billions of dollars, the science and technology, including the genetic manipulation technology, to reverse. They're going to be their own gods. Listen, and if you get in their way, they will kill you. Now, listen, they admit it. This is how fervent these guys are. This is Dr. Richard Seed. He's a transhumanist. Watch what he admitted. We are going to become gods. Period. If you don't like it, get off. You don't have to contribute. You don't have to participate. But if you're going to interfere with me becoming God, you're going to have big trouble. Then we'll have warfare. The only way you can prevent me in this, in this 50 or is to kill me. If you kill me, I'll kill you. You know, as smart as these guys, he's probably got a big IQ. I'll give you that. But in your arrogance, as the scripture says, you became fools. And you're so called elite. Last time I checked, if somebody kills you, <laughs> you don't um, kill them somebody else. <laughs> exactly what the scripture says. In your wisdom, you became a bunch of fools. Come on. Folks, what is this? Satan's not only a liar, he's the father of all lies, including this lie that they think they could be their own God. Oh, by the way, John chapter 8 also says he's not just a liar, he's a what? He's a murderer. You're acting just like you get in my way, I'm going to kill you. Now again, what is this? I don't think it's by chance. We're seeing a repeat, not only the days of Noah, but back in the Genesis account, what happened? Satan came in with a lie to Eve, and that same lie is what they bought into. That happened in the Garden of Eden. Now it's being repeated with transhumanists in the last days. Let's revisit that text, Genesis 3, 4 through 5. Satan says to Eve, you will sh- not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. Why? For, for when God, God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you'll be like, what? You will be like God, knowing good from evil. That's what they bought into, this lie that they can be their own God. They don't need Jesus, right? They'll create their own immortality through this, okay? It's being repeated. Now, again, you think that this is some crazy movement. It's just a couple of... No, I'm telling you, folks, they're all over the world, major high positions, and it's filtering downhill on you and I, okay? And I want to break that down for you. The first way that the transhumanists are duping people to go along with their pipe dream, their satanic pipe dream, okay, is with their leaders. And again, this is happening all over the planet, okay? And I want to share with you some of these guys. And, and, and you think, well, dang, it's going to take for No, these guys are not millionaires, billionaires. These are the guys, like at the World Economic Forum and other meetings that you and I will never get to attend, while we're sitting here doing our sports and they keep us all occupied and preoccupied and all the other things that we're looking at and that cat playing on that piano on YouTube. Have you seen how many millions of views that thing's got now? <laughs> These guys are meeting and they're steering our planet towards this crazy, sick, transhumanist dream. But they're billionaires all over the planet. Teachers, professors, tech moguls, even politicians. Listen, even the Mormon community. Now, if you've ever, if you haven't, go check out our study on Mormonism if you want to get more on that. But one of the many false teachings and false prophecies from the false prophet and false teacher, Joseph Smith, was 
that you can be your own God. Now, they don't necessarily tell you that right away when they come knocking at the door, but that's really what they believe. That's why they're out there uh, riding their bikes and doing all their legalism stuff and going through the temple rites and all because they believe they're going to become their own gods. Well, guess what? Transhumans comes along, and guess who's just sliding in like a glove? It's actually, they even have their own organization called the Mormon Transhumanist Movement. But this movement is all over the world. Let me share with you just some of the big key players that you might recognize from the media, but they don't tell you what they're really working on. Let's take a look at that. Enhancements to aspects of our bodies, including our brains, stronger, smarter, or faster human beings, more fertile human beings, disease-resistant human beings. Non-biological intelligence is multiplying by a thousand every decade, and even that speed is speeding up. But if you go out to the 2040s, the non-biological portion of the intelligence of our civilization will be about a billion times greater than the biological portion. But it won't be an alien invasion of intelligent machines to compete with us. I mean, it really is amplifying our own civilization, and we're going to literally enhance our own intellectual capabilities by ultimately merging with this technology. This is Zoltan Istvan, the US presidential candidate who wants to beat Hillary, Bernie and Trump, and then beat death itself. He's running for the Transhumanist Party, the only US political party fighting to make America not just great again, but to make it immortal. Using biohacking, cybernetics, cryogenics, and even by uploading your consciousness into a machine. We are on the campaign trail in America with... Mormonism is, above all other things, change toward and fully immerse both our bodies and our minds in the role of Christ. To become gods and saviors. To console and to heal and to raise each other up together. This is the heart of Mormonism. This underlies Mormon transhumanism. I am a transhumanist, not despite my Mormonism, but rather I'm a transhumanist because of my Mormonism. My Mormonism mandates transhumanism. Why? Because they may not tell you when they come knocking at the door, but one of their core false beliefs is why they're working so hard with the works-based false gospel. As we sung, it is by grace that we are saved, not of works. But they really believe they're going to become their own God. That's why they're merging with the transhumanist movement, right? But again, I want to show, and there's, there's so much more than that, guys. I'm, not, I'm big key players around the world. And what I want to share, this is not some, you know, oh, this is going to, these guys, just some crackpot. We don't have, these guys are all over the planet right now in key positions. Billionaires, tech moguls, politicians, other religions are even getting on this, right? And things of that nature. It's, it's crazy, okay? Uh, but the Bible is clear. Guess what? You're listening to a liar. You'll never become God, Right? Uh, if you read the Bible, which I highly recommend, 
Uh, God's very clear. There's only one God, and you're never going to become one. Okay? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 35. You were shown these things so that you might know that the Lord is God. Beside him there's what? There is no other. Deuteronomy 439. Acknowledge and take heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth below. There is no other. First Kings 860. So that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God is what? There is no other. Anybody starting to see a pattern here? Yeah, let me just give you a couple more. Isaiah 44, 8. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any gods besides me? God says, no, there is no other rock. I know not one. Isaiah 45, 5. I am the Lord. There is no other apart from thee. There is no God. You're not going to become God. You'll never become God. It's impossible, right? Plus, it's a logical absurdity. God, by definition, is self-existent, meaning he's not dependent on somebody for his existence. The last time I checked, every person on this earth is responsible for somebody uh, for their existence. That's why you celebrate birthdays. Why? Because that's your existence point. That's when you came into being, right? You can't exist without mom and dad. How many guys realize that if your mom and dad didn't have any kids, you won't either? Right? You're, you're not self-existent. You were dependent on somebody for your existence. Only God is self so, so anybody born, which is everybody, it's, a log, it's not just unbiblical. It's a logical absurdity to say you're going to become a God. It's ridiculous. But that's what the transhumanists is pushing, and a lot of people are going along with. Okay? And I'm telling you, it's growing. These guys aren't just sitting around the room going, hey, let's be our own gods. Let's use technology. Let's do blah, blah, blah. They're putting it into plan. Okay, let's take a look at their plans now. For decades, folks, not just recent, decades, these guys have been working behind the scenes while we're all distracted on other things in their big meetings around the world that we never get invited to, and they're trying to pull it off. And they're already in the media starting to forewarn us. It might change a few things, right? Let me give you some of the changes they say are coming, whether you want them or not. Because remember, they're elites by definition. What's that mean? We're basically your God. We're the intellectual elite. We've got the degrees. We were so much smarter than you people. And so it's our duty to do this for you. That's the arrogance they have, right? But it's going to change everything. The first thing they're saying, well, it's going to change sports. This is what's coming with the transhumanist movement. It's going to change sports. And let me give you just a quick uh, quote. A quiet revolution is happening in competitive sports. Some futures think that soon humans will listen, sprint faster than horses. People will shoot guns with near-perfect accuracy using bionic eyes. And athletes will swim entire races without ever taking a breath. Why? Because the new bionic sports of the future transhumanist Olympics is here. We're nothing but just entertainment for these people. We're worker bees, and they don't have a problem making us into freaky concoctions for their own entertainment. And they said this. After all, the word transhumanism literally means beyond human. In other words, you're not really human anymore, are you? That's just the first thing. They said the next thing that's going to change is how you work. Because, again, they get to live in the... the, They want to annihilate 90% of the population of the planet. And those that remain get to serve these guys. This is the sick satanic dream. And it's been around for years, unfortunately. Right? And uh, they say, we're going to change, and they're going to modify us genetically and with their technology uh, to be more productive workers for them, right? But, but let me give you some examples. They say, are we evolving into a new type of human as a result of radical new technology? Answer, they say, is, yeah, 
whether you want it or not. Soon we will live longer. We'll have children in old age. We'll rely on artificial intelligence to do mundane tasks for us as we go spend much of our time living in virtual reality. I think our next system will be as different from the modern world as our contemporary world is from the medieval world. The change is already happening. In fact, here's a brief list of changes that they're going to make in the average worker age 35, right? Here's how they want to manipulate the new workforce. First of all, they want to give us bigger brains with software and memory updates made possible, right? So uh, we can be altered in that way. They also want to give us implanted ear devices to eliminate Bluetooth headsets and smartphones, and they could just go directly into our brain. Uh, this is their plans. They want to give us a larger stomach and a larger backside. Literally, gene- this is sick. Genetically modifies with a larger stomach and a bigger... Why? Because they, they plan for us worker bees to be working longer hours. So you're going to need to have larger guts and things to be able to handle, not getting out of your chair. It's sick. This is their so-called dream that they're creating for us. They also want to give us smaller sex organs as human interaction reduces. You won't need those no more. You just need to keep working, right? Increased red eyes, they say, you're going to have from all working hours, but hey, it'll be worth it, they say. And increased language skills to keep up with emerging economies and global working for those guys. And listen, smart fingers with chips that aid work and implement security protocols. So they want to get some sort of marking device in your hand. I wonder what they're talking about. It's like somebody's following a sick, twisted script that God warned about 2,000 years ago. And it's nuts, folks. Oh, but it gets even worse. You mentioned the smaller sex organ, as gross as this is. They say, oh yeah, be prepared. It's going to completely change sexuality too when we get done with the human race. Now guess who's a big proponent of uh, transhumanist movement? Not just Mormons, but the LGBT community. You know why it's a natural slide for them? Because what's their whole goal? Don't tell me who I am. Maybe if I want to be this one day or be that one day. And with technology, they can do that. That's why they're going along with transhumanism. In fact, they admit it. It says this. It's certainly interesting to speculate how sexuality, sexual orientation, and society's interpretation of it all is going to change over the next few years as we charge headlong into the transhumanist age. It shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone that the LGBT movement and transhumanism, they've got a lot in common. In fact, nearly all transhumanists support the LGBT cause. Why? Because after all, they too desire to be free to alter or express or control one's sexual preference and identity, which is a transhumanist uh, concept. In the next few years, human beings will undergo a larger transformation. Listen, here's, here's what they, here's for our own good, these sick, twisted, wicked, elite, billionaire moguls. This is the society they want to create for us, whether we want it or not. Men will be able to give birth with implanted uteri. Parents may choose to have designer babies without sexual organs. And some religions, specifically Roman Catholicism, watch this. They're getting sucked into this as well, not just Mormons, could encourage males to be born genetically with genetically lowered sex drives so they could have a better chance at being a celibate priest, which is a shrinking vocation in the U.S., or what about fembots or sex bots, which are already a growing $100 million market? Do we give them rights? Can we marry them? What if they're gay? What if we program them not to know if they're gay or not? And cybersex will become the reality where Facebook's Oculus Rift 
the virtual reality stuff, and haptic suits will allow people from all, listen to this, from all corners of the world to have group sex if they want. Such actions may lead to a society where, listen, male and female traits disappear altogether and pleasure becomes on demand. And gene therapy, pay attention to that word, we'll get to it again at the end. Gene therapy is able to combine the most functional parts of both genders into one entity. In fact, some institutions like marriage, you know, the Ron and Mary example, um, will go, listen to this, their words, will go by the way of the dinosaurs. That's your utopia? That's what we have to look forward to from you guys in your secret meetings? And they got the money and the technology to pull it off as sick as it is. You know what? Speaking of the homosexual, God judged a society once for this kind of wicked twisted behavior. It's called Sodom and Gomorrah. And you wonder why God's coming back to put a stop to this in the seven-year tribulation. They're taking what Sodom and Gomorrah did and make it look like jump change. It's crazy. And finally, let me give you one more. Thing. Oh, it's, it's also going to change religion. Because you won't need that anymore. In fact, in their arrogance, they boast. They say, you won't need with our dream living forever. You won't need, quote, funerals anymore. You'll never have to live with the reality of people weeping over a coffin. Because the transhumanist movement, people won't ever die. In fact, they say, quote, transhumanists are teaching kids, listen, that death is wrong. In fact, they came out with a book. I'm not, you can check it out. It's called, it's a kid's book. Death is wrong. And it's about, they want to fight, quote, pro-death prejudices. Remember, in your wisdom, you became so wise, you became what? Fools. So you're going to put up a, I I don't agree with death. Guess what? You're still going to (laughs) die. Last time I checked, it's the last thing I'm going to do, unless the rapture happens as we saw last week. Uh, but wait a second. Read the Bible. The Bible's very clear. You're listening to a pipe dream from Satan because the Bible's very clear. You're going to die. And the moment you die, you're going to stand before God, every single one of you. You're being duped. Hebrews 9.27 says what? It is appointed for what? Men to die once. You're going to die. You're not going to escape it with your technology. You're going to die once. And after that, what? Then comes judgment. In fact, you're going to, you're not just born on time, you're going to die on time. It's all in God's hand, the author and finisher of life. Job 14, 5. You, speaking of God, have decided the length of our lives. You know how many months we will live, and we are not given a minute longer. Death is wrong. So why? You're still going to (laughs) die. You ain't going to escape it. But see, that's what Satan has done with these guys. He's got them just, just, oh, no, you'll be like God. You don't have to worry about death. Now you think, well, okay, they got, they're okay. They got, they got leaders all over the world. They got plans. They're forewarning us what they're getting ready to do. It's, it's sick and twisted. But, but are they really going to pull it off? Yeah, let's get into their methods uh, towards the end here, the methods that they're looking at. You think, oh, how are they going to achieve immortality? How are they going to keep it going? Because you're going to die. They think they found a workaround with their technology. And, and they, they've got different options in case one option maybe doesn't work or is available. Let me share with you real quick some of those options. The first way that they're going to achieve their own Godhead, make their own immortality, they don't need God, they don't need Jesus, we're going to escape death. No, you're not, but they think they will. 
is this. They're actually working, I'm not joking, mind-to-body transfers or head transfer. And what I'm talking about is literally what it means. They are at the point, here's their goal, at the point of the transhumanist, rich, elite, billionaire guy, when you're about to die, they're literally going to take your head, chop it off, pop it onto another younger, healthier, vitally body. You know, like the Frankenstein scenario. They're already in play with that. We're not paying attention to what they're doing behind the scenes, folks. Head-to-head transfers. Watch this. Let's just uh, look at this uh, process. Uh, And uh, according to Dr. Canavera, the first stage will involve the patient and donor's bodies being cooled down uh, so the brain cells don't die during the operation. Uh, And then uh, the neck uh, will be partially cut through uh, and uh, the blood vessels... Uh, will then be connected uh, to the other body with tubes. So far, so simple. The next stage uh, is that uh, the spinal cord is cut uh, with a uh, very sharp knife uh, to minimize damage, and the donor head is then moved uh, onto the recipient's body, and the spinal cord is fused together with a substance called... uh, uh, polythylene glycol, which is hope will repair the joint. I mean, I've got to ask you, at this point, someone is having their head cut off, which uh, so they are. most people would normally define as uh, death, really. I mean, I mean, is it okay to cut someone's head off for a doctor to do it? Well, I'm not sure any of this is really okay, um, and it requires a little more thought, doesn't it? But, uh, yes, your, your point is entirely reasonable. At what point one dies, I believe your ethicist might ha- have a, a consideration about that. In their wisdom, they became fools. But this is what they're doing. It's in print. It's on tape. I'm not making this up. This is what these guys with their big bucks in the medical community they think, right before I die I'm going to chop my head off. Which is another sick thing. Who's the person with the younger body? They had to give up their Oh, you guys. Whoa. Oh, but see, they got backup plans. Because maybe, maybe they couldn't get that body fast enough. So the second scenario is a mind-to-cyborg transfer, right? A cyborg, right? You can just, you can, you can, before you die, just do like the Johnny Depp thing. Remember that movie Transcendence, right? Which is a whole promotion for transhumanism, right? And he, just before he died, they uploaded the contents of his brain, right, into a computer. That's what they say. If we do that in the time, then we'll download it into a cyborg in case you can't find somebody else's body to chop their head off. Now, again, speaking of transcendent, it sounds goofy, isn't it? But this is really what they're working towards. But speaking of Hollywood, once again, Hollywood is out there with movie after movie, not just transcendence, promoting transhumanism and all these methodologies. Here's the mind to transfer to a cyborg scenario already being promoted in Hollywood. Watch this. This man is dead. Yet his neurological data is still accessible. We are going to take his biological brain, imprint it into that synthetic brain, replicate the human mind. Imprint complete. Margaret, energize the body.
Sergeant Kelly. Do you hear me? Sergeant. work out. <laughs> Notice they're using the example, I don't think it's by chance, of a soldier. Because unfortunately, as we saw last time, a lot of experimentation is already being done on soldiers. And not just our country, but around the world. But this is really what they want to work with. And why am I uh, confident that this ain't going to work? It's not just going outside of God's design. But even if you want to reduce the person's brain to a bunch of binary one and zeros and dots, you might get some sort of information. But what you will never be able to do, because only God can do that, is you won't be able to transfer a soul. And these people are in for a rude awakening. Because when that person dies and they do something with their brain and upload it, that's not that person. That person that just died, Hebrews 9.27 kicked in. You're standing before God. But what kind of crazy concoction did you just unleash on the planet? It, it's, it's crazy. But, but they're not stopping in the rebellion. Now they want to go to the next one, clones, right? Because you've got to have a backup plan in case you can't find that person to give them your body and chop their head off and your head goes there. Maybe you can't get to you know, the cyborg scenario. Uh, hey, who wants to be a machine anyway? Wouldn't it be great if we could just somehow clone yourself and then in your time of need you just... Put your contents in that clone. Now, as we saw before, the cloning thing didn't go away with Dolly the Sheep in the 90s. Remember that? And it's now become an industry where now you can get a clone pet. Horse for $75,000, a dog for $30,000, a cat for twenty. It's becoming a, an industry. And we're fooling ourselves that they don't think that they're going to, or dare I say, already are doing that to humans. But this is what they want to say. Okay, well, maybe we'll just have on file the genetic information so that when we need it, we'll create a clone of ourselves and then we'll transfer our brains into that. Once again, Hollywood is preparing us to receive that scenario. Watch this one. We've transferred biological to biological on cloned animals, Ed. Rats, monkeys. Not human beings, man. You've seen it. We can do it. What if something horrible goes wrong?
Something's not right with me. Tell me the truth. There was a crash. You and the kids died. Initiate. Just to lose you again. How could you do this? Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you try to cheat death? In this case, the death of somebody you loved or whatever. Make a clone of them and then you... But before they died, you know, you transferred that brain info into them and to a clone. And it sounds nuts, folks, but this is the stuff that they're actually working on. This is their pipe dream. And again, it ain't going to work. Okay, but let me give you one more. In case apparently you can't find somebody to pop your head off and get their head off and replace that. In case you can't find a cyborg, maybe you ain't quite there. You, you just didn't make it to your lab in time to get that clone going. Whew. At least if you can just download the contents of your brain into a computer, then wait a second. Do I really even need a body anymore? Remember the beginning video? What did they say at the end? We'll be all avatars. We could be whatever we want in a computer-generated experience. We can create our own heaven forever. Now, as nuts as that sounds, that too is being promoted. In fact, watch this. Want to live forever? Uh, yeah, except Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Right? According to some leading minds in the world, we should have the capability to upload a person's consciousness to a computer system by 2030. This would allow the human mind to live on in a virtually created world after the body has died, even interacting with other uploaded consciousness on the server. Can we become virtually immortal? Silicon Valley thinks so. They aim to let you store your memories and your personality in digital form, listen, past your physical expiration date, also known as death. They hope that that digital version of your personality will be able to communicate from, quote, beyond the grave. And they say their service will, listen, be a library that has people instead of books. So crack open your MacBook, and hey, there's your old pal George from the bar around the corner. He's been saved in exact digital detail for you to enjoy while his actual body gets chewed up by insects. More, th more than 31,000 people have already signed up to have their identity uploaded in the cloud. And this is being promoted right and left, including a new show from Amazon, and they're pretty blunt about it. You know what they call their new show? Upload. And before you die, you upload your brain into this transhumanist paradise. You live forever in whatever reality you want to create. Being promoted, watch this. His vitals are dropping. We're losing him. Do we really want to upload? We could be together forever. You're so amazing. But forever is just like so long. Uploads that way, OR's the other way. What do you want to do? Three, two, one. Upload. Hello, Nathan. Ten fingers and toes? Pretty seamless. This is the first day of the rest of your afterlife. You may find yourself living in a beautiful house. Cool. Welcome to Lakeview. Uplifting views, timeless Americana. Yes. It's 10 a.m. Breakfast is over. What? No, it's not even real food. Food guy coming through. This one. Do I dare? Dare. 
to you. And he thinks he's cute. You may ask yourself, how did I get here? Denied. In-app purchase required. Uh. Is this what you look like for real? You're not some old dude or something? No, this is me. You're a little cutie. So I understand you were in a bad place yesterday. Uh, it's only weird if you make it weird. You're dead, man. What's up? There's a guy I might like. What's he do? He's in computers. You know you can walk on water whenever you want. No way. Now, do you think it was by chance they put in there you can walk on? What's that a dig at, folks? Come on. That's Jesus. But see, we don't need Jesus anymore, according to the transhumanists. You could be your own God. You could live forever. And it's being promoted to a whole new generation who say they don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus or Christianity or the truth. It's crazy. But as we close, you might be thinking, man, boy, that Pastor Bill, that's crazy. It's unfortunate. It's wicked. It's a lie. I get that. Uh, but these transhumanists ain't going to get me. No way am I going to go along with this baloney. They're not going to get me to be altered and become post-human or something. Well, see, remember, they're called elites for a reason. They think it's their duty to do these things to us for our own good. In fact, these same transhumanist elite billionaire tech moguls who have these secret meetings, they admit that they have the technology right now that they could literally change a human into a butterfly. Watch this. I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of breakthroughs on the medical front, uh, particularly around the synthetic uh, mRNA. Uh, you can basically do anything with uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA. Um, it's, really, it's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough with with uh, with effort, that's not too crazy. You could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, uh, these are you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. What? So they have the technology, genetic alteration through specifically synthetic MRA, and Mr. Transhumanist Elon Musk admitted. And you could reverse aging. You could do all kinds of things. And as his words, with synthetic mRNA, we could turn somebody into a butterfly. Because it's just computer codes. Now, folks, what else has recently been thrust on humanity that involves mRNA? The vaccines. Synthetic mRNA. In fact, if you look, there's a battle going on in the medical community. The medical community is saying this one, Moderna, which what does Moderna stand for? Modify RNA. They're saying this one and Pfizer, the two COVID vaccines, that you need to stop calling. This is in the medical community. You need to stop calling them vaccines. They're gene therapy is what it is. And, believe it or not, as crazy as that sounds, these same transhumanists, okay, are talking in their meetings, including the World Economic Forum, 
that uh, whether we like it or not, whether we agree with it or not, whether we know it or not, we may very well be the last generation of true humans. Couldn't believe I came across this clip from the 2018 World Economic Forum. Watch what they admit they're getting ready to do to the planet. This is nuts. So I want to talk to you today about the future of our species and really the future of life. Earth will be dominated by entities that are more different from us than we are different from Neanderthals or from chimpanzees. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. These will be the main products of the economy, of the 21st century economy. Not textiles and vehicles and weapons, but bodies and brains and minds. Humanity will split not into classes. It will split into species, into different species. Now, why is data so important? It's important because we've reached the point when we can hack not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organisms. There is a lot of talk these days about hacking computers and email accounts and bank accounts and mobile phones, but actually we are gaining the ability to hack human beings. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. If we don't regulate it, a tiny elite may come to control not just the future of human societies, but the shape of life forms in the future. So does the data about my DNA, my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government, or perhaps to the human collective. At present, big corporations are holding much of the data, and people are becoming worried about it. The future, not just of humanity, but the future of life itself may depend on the answer to this question. We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Did you get to attend that meeting? I didn't get to attend that meeting. That's for the billionaire tech mogul elites around the world, the transhumanists. That was Yuval, Professor Yuval Noah Harari, an intellectual elitist at the 2018 World Economic Forum, and he was given a lecture entitled, quote, Will the Future Be Human? The next year, at the next World Economic Forum, before it even occurred, they admitted they want to use the COVID crisis, which they admitted, you can go back and look at the tapes, before it was even released, that they were going to do and use it as a global reset, the Great Reset, the very next year after that guy gave that talk. Put all this together. We just thought that they were going to do an economic reset, which I think they're planning on that, to go cashless, heading ultimately towards the mark of the beast system. But based on what we saw before and based on the same guys and the same lectures and the same meetings, 
Maybe it's a human reset. And they're going to dupe the planet into a so-called crisis to inject themselves with something that, according to Elon Musk, could change them into a butterfly if they wanted to. And what is that? Back to the vaccines. Anybody start to see how this all come together? I'm not saying that's saith the Lord, but uh, a little concerning to me. This is the last stages of destruction that God said your society is going to get to. You're going to get so stinking evil because you didn't want me that you're even going to invent ways of doing evil. And you wonder why he's coming back to the planet. The repeat of Noah's day is on steroids. It's happening before our eyes. Jesus said when these things begin to take place, what do you do? Stand up, look up, man. Rapture is going to happen. I believe all this is going to culminate in a level of wickedness. Why did Jesus say the seven-year tribulation is going to be the worst time in the history of mankind? Because uh, now you know what they're planning. It's, this is sick. And you also know why God's coming back to put a stop to it. Okay? But th- this is the point as we close. If you're saved, we need to get busy telling people how to get out of this mess. It's through Jesus Christ. But, but if you're not saved, don't listen to the transhumanist lie. And you know what's sick and twisted? It's just like Satan. Everything that the transhumanists promise these people, you could actually have for free in Jesus Christ. I mean, think about that, right? Listen to this. They, they say that they uh, want to uh, achieve Godhead. They could live forever in this, this limitless existence and, and, and live forever. Well, guess what? You can have that. If you would just ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of all your sins, you get to go to this place that's real, not make-believe, not computer-generated like Amazon Upload. It's called heaven, right? In fact, they say, oh, we want to have perfect bodies with our technology. Let us do that for you. No, you could have that if you would ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You get a new spiritual body, a resurrected body. That's always a peak performance. It's awesome. You get it for free. And you don't have to be genetically modified to get it. They say they want to create a paradise that's free of evils and rotten stuff. Guess what? If you'd ask Jesus Christ to do that, we get to come back at the second coming and be a part of the millennial kingdom. Earth is renovated to Garden of Eden-like conditions. We even got peace with nature. You can have that if you just do that and ask Jesus to forgive you. And finally, they say, hey, we want to live in a world free of pain. No more suffering. Death is wrong. Well, guess what? You can have that if you would ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of all your sins. The Bible says that after the millennial kingdoms, what do we get? The new heavens and the new earth, and I quote, there will be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, because God himself will be with us. He'll wipe away all of our tears, and so shall it be forever and ever and ever. Do you see what they've done? Do you see what Satan's done? Everything you could have for free in Jesus Christ, they say, no, let these guys in technology do it for you. Knowing that it won't work, Satan, and he's duping people. And one last thing, even if you're sitting there like, wow, that sounds great. I'd like to receive all that free stuff from Jesus. I don't want to be genetically modified to try to get eternal existence in a perfect body. I I I want the real deal through Jesus. Satan, one more time, will step in as we close. And then he'll speak this line to their ear. Yeah, you got got to go through Jesus, but, but you got to clean up your act first. You got to do some good works. You got to make sure that you're not as bad as Hitler. No, you got to make sure that at least you got 51% good versus 40, because you got to tip the scales, because it's it's your work that, that's a lie. And as we close, let's remind ourselves again, if you're going to receive all these wonderful things from Jesus, it's his work, not ours. Let's take a look at that.
Next. File, please. Mm -hmm. Some lying, some stealing, and some acts of kindness here and there. I tried to live a good life. Well, let's see how good. This way. Next. File, please. Okay, I admit it. I did a lot of bad things. Yes, I see. But I've done good things too, you know, to offset the bad things. Like one time I cheated on a test, but then I cleaned up trash in the park. Mm-hmm. That should balance out, right? Let's find out. This way. That should have balanced out, right? It should have balanced out. Next. Bio, please. Impressive. Oh, yeah. I devoted my entire life to making this world a better place. I dug wells in Africa. I donated blood every month. And I ran an orphanage in India. I mean, I just wish I could have done more. Mm-hmm. And is this your subscription? I only read the article. I only read the articles! Next. My mom goes to church. I was baptized as a baby? Take American Express, right? Next. File, please. Whoa. Somebody's been busy. Well, let's get this over with. Sorry, um, I didn't know he was with you. Okay, step on the scale. Not you. Him. Hey, wait a minute. That is totally not fair. That's why it's called Grace. Next! It's also why it's called the Gospel, which means what? Good news. It's not by your works. I don't know your heart here today. But if you're not saved, what are you waiting for? It's all been paid for. Don't listen to this transhumanist lie. That's a, that's a given. That, that won't get you there. It's not your works. You'll never match up. I'll never match up. It's Jesus. And if you got him, it just simply says, child of God, and it's white, clean, spotless, blameless. He's your righteousness. He's how to get to heaven. Receive that gift from him today. And we'll see you there one day. Amen? Amen. Well, hi, this is Billy Crone of Get Life Ministries, and I hope you were blessed with this study.
But in closing, let me ask you one final question. If you were to die today, are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell? Before you answer that, let me share a couple of things that the Bible says. Did you know that the Bible says that God is holy and that we are not? And the wages of our sin or unholiness is death. In other words, we deserve to die and go straight to hell and be separated from God for all eternity. This is the great cosmic dilemma. God who is holy and we are not, how can we have a relationship with Him? The two will never mix. Now, to make matters worse, we don't even want to admit this, even though God already knows He's God. And so God, out of love, gave us something called the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not something to just memorize or stick on your wall or give the appearance of being a religious person. The Ten Commandments were God's divine x-ray, if you will, into our heart and soul to reveal this truth that we need to admit. And that is this, that God is holy and that we are not. We are disqualified for heaven. So let's take a look at that divine x-ray that God's trying to get us to realize. Uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the, the ninth one says, you shall not bear false witness. That's lying, okay? How many guys have ever told a lie? Raise your hand, okay? Well, if you didn't raise your hand, you just did. You just told a lie because we've all done that. Well, that makes us a liar. The, another Ten Commandments says that you shall not steal. Don't ever take anything without permission. How many of you guys uh, have ever done that? Well, you guys already said you're a bunch of liars. All of our hands should have went up on that one. And for being honest, God already knows. Folks, we've all taken something. We've stolen something, right? That makes us a thief. Another Ten Commandments says that you shall not use the Lord's name in vain. He's not just holy. Even His name is holy. Hey, folks, let's be honest. If you can believe it, even the name of Jesus Christ uh, has been turned into a common cuss word. Well, the Bible says that's a sin of blasphemy. Now we're a, a blasphemer. The Bible says you shall not commit adultery. And Jesus said, here's his standard. Uh, uh, even if you look at another person with lust in your eye, you committed adultery in your heart. Wow, so now we're an adulterer. The Bible says you shall not murder. And you might think, well, hey, at least I haven't done that one. Really? Again, the Bible says that the sin of hatred, wishing somebody was dead, okay, that, that's the same thing. Uh, it's akin to the sin of murder. It's just you pulled the trigger in your heart, but God sees the heart. Hey, folks, that's just five out of ten. How are you doing? You still think you're going to get to heaven on your own? You still think that you're qualified, that you're holy like God, and you could bridge the gap and have a relationship with Him forever? I don't think so. I mean, what did we just see? You're going to stand before God, and so am I. We all are. And we're going to have to give an account for who we are. Hey, hey, God, let me in. Uh, I, I'm a I'm a liar. I'm a thief. I'm a blasphemer. I'm an adulterer. I'm a murderer. And the scripture is very clear, folks. Such people as these will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're in trouble. But folks, here's the good news. The Bible says that if we would just admit that, that's the first step. To admit that God is holy, that I'm not, I'm disqualified for heaven. I need a savior. If we would admit that and then ask for the savior to save us. That, that's what God was doing with Jesus. God gave us His Son, Jesus Christ. He took the death penalty in our place so that we could be completely forgiven of everything we've ever done and be made holy through Jesus so that we can now have a relationship with God both here and now and forever in heaven. We can become qualified. You, the, the word that the Bible uses is a word called pardon, that God is willing to pardon us of all of our sins and crimes that we've committed against him and disqualified us, that disqualified us for heaven, right? And we've actually seen this work in real life. Uh, for instance, uh, there's been people who have committed crimes, gone to court, 
the gavel's been passed. The judge has said, hey, listen, we all know you're guilty. Uh, you even admit you're guilty. And uh, for your crimes, you're going to not just jail, you're going to uh, await in jail to go to the death penalty. And did you know that there actually is a way that somebody could get off of death row? It's called a pardon. The one in the authority, the governor, can grant what's called a pardon for that person's crimes, and they literally can go free. Not because of something they did, because the deeds are already done, you can't undo it. Not because of they tried to clean up their act while they were stuck in the jail cell, because that doesn't change anything. But simply out of mercy, the person who has the authority can give them a pardon, and they can go free. And did you know, it's actually on historical record, that there have been people who have been granted a pardon from the death penalty, and they've refused to take it. And so even though the offer was there to be set free, they themselves still had to go to the death penalty. Folks, in a nutshell, that's what God's doing every single day with all of us this side of heaven. While you still have breath, you still have an opportunity to receive God's pardon. He's willing to forgive you of all your sins if you would just receive His pardon through Jesus Christ. Again, that's what He was doing on the cross. The cross was the death penalty of the day. But since we weren't there, and since we can't earn it, it's a gift from God, you have to receive that by faith. Reach out even today from your own spiritual jail cell, if you will, and say yes to Jesus and God's pardon so that you can be set free and go to heaven. The Bible says that if you will confess Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the grave, you will be saved. Hey folks, if that's you, don't delay. You may not even have tomorrow. Today could be your last day. Please accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Confess with your mouth He is the Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the grave and the Bible says you will be saved. Well, this has been Billy Crone of Gill Life Ministries. If there's anything that we could do for you, our information and, and number will come up here shortly. And please don't hesitate to contact us. But remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.